This time on TNT. Okay, guys, the Cole guys, the returns of Popular Girl. I play the drums. And we play a brand new game called Similar Artists. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Okay, guys, the guys. C'est Commander Donnie, c'est Popular Girl, Monday night, c'est lundi soir. Bon, it's time for the snack attack. Brought to you in part by Provisoire. It's the Monday snack attack, guys. Première show stage, first on the stage, Shania Twaint avec les jalapeno poppers. Make some noise, guys. Deuxième snack attack Monday night at Popular Girl, guys. Put your hand together for Celine Pion. Avec de Dijon. Avec de Schwartz's smoke meat. Troisième sur la stage. Avec le blue cheese. Avec les wing guys. Check on wing. Titsu. Prochainement, Snack Attack Monday chez Popular Girl. C'est des uh, cheddar with a bacon, c'est deep fried. Uh, sur la poutine, c'est le cheddar, a bacon, deep fried poutine, c'est Lee Heron. <laughs> Et dernièrement, Snack Attack Monday chez Popular Girl. C'est le honey uh, garlic meatball avec du sauce all anus Morissette. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Snacks and peelers. All anus Morissette. What a terrible, terrible combination. What the Blue fuck? cheese and meatballs in honey garlic sauce. Okay, guys, the honey guys. So, is a popular girl? Oh, man. man, that's a TV show, by the way. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be. You never have to see stuff. But grease balls that work at a low end. <laughs> that would have been funny if, like, You, all you were doing was like handing the plates to them right <laughs> from the booth, like the kitchen oh, window, gross. right to your booth, and you hand it out. <laughs> oh, they've been microwaved and they're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. It's Snack Attack Monday brought to you by Hungry Man. Hungry <laughs> Man Corn Niblet. You got a dart going <laughs> back there. <laughs> Hungry man, a butter fried chicken, and corn niblet. Gross. <laughs> You're crushing like a 9% Mahdi. Yeah. Because <laughs> the sponsor. I wonder how the maps made out during the COVID. Oh. Those highway like side no, XXX dancers, new places I, must have suffered, man. I Yeah, I imagine they probably boarded up. Unless they were being kept alive as just like a drug place. Yeah. You know, come by for A, Y, and Z. <laughs> like uh, Marie-Jeanne Bilodeau, Marie-Claude Bilodeau is there practicing on the pole to keep her skill up for when the COVID is over. <laughs> Working out, doing, doing the days. The COVID? Mm. Oh, okay, that's... Bon, est-ce que tu as besoin du COVID? COVID? Bon, on va vouloir aller COVID. That's our TV show, bud. We should make that pilot. Popular girl. Yeah, yeah. DJ Commander Donnie and Jer set it in the 80s. Forget about it. That's a one-inch putt. That's a tap-in. Nylon tracksuits for days. Oh, absolutely. Oh, hey, Donnie, man. where's my paycheck? 
Bon, entendu, une seconde, Tizou. Ce n'est pas prêt, it's not ready. I'm sure everybody is missing Donnie. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, I came up with a game that I think is fun. Yeah. And like all good games, it kind of came up organically uh, playing um, stuff with the girls. Because Suge likes to to, uh, drop tracks on me. That's what she does on our drives to town to dance and stuff. Like, can I play you songs and you rate them out of 10? Uh, My only rule is as long as I can be completely honest. Um, So, (laughs) you know how iTunes recommends, like, oh, you like uh, Joni Mitchell? You might like uh, James Taylor. So the game is very simple. We give each other bands, and you have to guess three acts that iTunes would suggest, like, other things you might like, or similar artists, or whatever the wording is on that category at the bottom of the page. Like, have you noticed the difference between if your daughter asks you about a band compared to, like, somebody on social media, (laughs) right? (laughs) Generally, it's like, that's garbage, don't bother. (laughs) If it's your kid, it's like, oh, that's very nice. Let me, me, I really like that, too. (laughs) Well, (laughs) there's like, like, those are extreme, but it's true. There's this big difference because, oh, really? For one, I think it's because not only uh, is it your kid, but like you see a different perspective if they like it. True. Like, well, you've they, talked about that before. Like how you like um, pop music as heard through the ears of your kids, which is probably not yeah. something you would choose, but you get used to it and you start to associate it with like ripping around in the car, and you know, kind of feels good. Well, well, general. A lot of the newer stuff is also produced very well too so there's always some kind of cleverness to it if oh, it's a hit song you know i like I mean? that charlie pooth who's that charlie pooth he's a songwriter and uh, and producer but watch his interview on howard stern because he breaks down every theme song they've ever had for robin and plays oh, like okay. the different chord progressions and uh, he can play Elton John and Billy Joel and, and yeah, Springsteen. Yeah, like all, all those masks now are so talented. And the production is... Like, there's so many different people that are working their ass off. You can't really make those kind of records nonchalantly anymore. You know what I mean? Especially popular ones. <clears throat> it's like 24-7 everything. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. Well, I like when guys like Charlie Puth come along because they they are highly skilled and students of their craft and fans, yeah. right? They're not like, yeah, I wanted to be a musician so I could be famous. He he just uh, exudes music out every pore. Yeah, and they're generally not, they don't want to be talking to cameras and people. They generally are working. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, Got a lot of musicians that are like that, <clears throat> where they they don't want to talk to do an interview or be on a magazine cover. They just want to keep working harder and push what they're talking about and dig deeper. Yes, like, a, a, lo- a lot of the times with really great artists, musicians, it's a life. It's a lifelong passion that they feel like. Well, I only have so many years on the planet. And I really want to accomplish these goals that I have, whether it's getting us to a certain level or understanding your instrument to a certain level. Because usually those types of people feel like they're just scratching the surface all the time, you know? Interesting. Yeah. So you could tell when you met people, like, if they were the real deal or just kind of passing through. Absolutely, yeah. Huge difference between, like... And I don't want to name names because a lot of people are just really good at the whole marketing branding shit. Like, yeah. So in a sense, that's kind of something that's you can't say that's not valid in terms of because they're still working really hard at it, right? <clears throat> so I would say just the difference between somebody who plays a certain style. It's generally pop, popular music. Um, and then somebody who's like. In their basement. Do you, you know, like, like that Harry Styles? 
I think he's great. Yeah, I do too. Like, uh, he he's got great people around him. He's making great music with great people. Again, another example of the people around him that are super talented. Even to his his band itself, like all extremely talented musicians, and a lot more like that the person I was talking about before. You know, like a, g- a good example is a drummer called Dan Weiss, who's a wicked jazz drummer. But on social media, he's just, you can tell, he's so dedicated to his craft. And he's always playing and doing stuff, but um, like, he's definitely not the type of person who say, like, I want to get out there, you know, hanging out with MGK or something just right. to get on a magazine picture, you know, it's just... He don't give thing. a rats about that. Yeah, and it's not it's not to, to belittle any of, the, of, of those types of people at all, it's just... Um, Dan it's musicians, per- musicians. Well, Dan would be a type of person who probably, if you really asked him, he probably said, "I'm just trying to get get along to where I want to be in on this instrument, and and uh, there's only so much time to get this work done." <laughs> just like Justin Brown or a lot of other drummers that I know, it's like they they they're mad they're not practicing at night when they're supposed to be going to bed. <laughs> They're that in it. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know, like if I'm sure Sidney Crosby or Kobe Bryant or the, the way those guys practiced and looked at their routine every day because they know they had a certain window of, of performance and what, the level that they can do what they have in their mind. Or Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods. Like these guys all would get up at 4 o'clock and start working out and exercising or doing something that was to benefit their athleticism or skill, right? Well, I remember hearing Kobe say that. I, I get up an hour before everyone else, so do the math, those hours, even by the end of high school, how many more hours I've put in than you. Yeah. Yeah, I, every single time, generally. And it's like, uh, you see the odd, like, John Daly or Shaq or whatever that are just naturally have this ability and maybe didn't care as much about the practicing and the working out. So there's two roads, right? Yeah. Sid's doing wind sprints up the side of Citadel Hill in July. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, But he's also got his, down, dad, his dad <laughs> yelling him up the stairs, right? <laughs> yelling him up the stairs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, from what I've gathered... Uh, his dad was a pretty tough act when it came to uh, Sid's hockey skills, right? Like, he was hardcore. Like, just probably going over everything after every game and whatever else. Just, uh... Like, I got nine goals. Yeah, but you missed that pass. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Or Earl, yeah. um, Earl Woods was no joke, was he? No, exactly. Well, he was a green beret, right? Throwing balls at him while he's in his backswing. <laughs> yeah. To get him used to distraction. Or not like, yeah! Right, yelling right as he's about to swing the putter head. He started forward. the in the hole? Those are always, in the hole! <laughs> How annoying would that be? Yeah. Um, okay, let's play my game. I feel let's like some, some should be uh, easier than others. Absolutely, yeah. We don't want this to be like some kind of a sitting in a a, 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 a university classroom. Definitely, but let's <laughs> let's start. Uh, let's start with one that should be fairly easy. I'm going to give you Def Leppard. Okay. Also, think that's pretty fun. Def name, Leppard, yeah. Name three similar artists. <laughs> or yeah, it's like. You're in a record store, and you ask me for Def Leppard. I'm like, we don't have Def Leppard. But we do have. But we do have. Maybe we don't limit it to three. Let's see how many you can name. <laughs> okay. All right, Def Leppard. Uh, you might like Bon Jovi if you like Def Leppard. Uh, you might, Especially but it's the- not there, according to iTunes. Oh, it's not there? Okay. No. Uh, that You might like... Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of bands that were kind of heavy. Yes. But very poppy. Yes. You know. Um, 
think like dudes with lipstick and teased hair. I know that's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, like poison maybe. Yes. Yeah, is that one? That's one for sure. <laughs> and well, those eighty ones, eighties bands are. They didn't last as long as Def Leppard, so it's almost like. But yeah, um, like even. 80s Aerosmith is similar to 80s. It is. It's not on here, but that's a legit guess. And uh, Brit, you can think big British rock. So like, uh, I don't know. Somebody might even be would pair Queen together, maybe just because there's big vocals. Interesting. No. Not as complex. But it's interesting to hear your thought process because it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, maybe ACDC, too, just because of the simplicity. Not and there. The fact that when Mutt Lang worked with ACDC, it was a real good fit, same, similar to Def Leppard in Mutt Lang. Yeah, that's why uh, um, Def Leppard has those same kind of listy songs that Shania yeah. has. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, what, what are the ones that are mentioned? White Snake. Yeah, rat. that's a good one. Rat was is a little like see. I don't think they really made enough of an impact to compare them. Motley Crue. Yeah, that's true. Van American Halen Mel. and Night Ranger. So yeah, those those are all American bands that like. There there'd be British bands probably that that would fall into the same hat, but like even like uh, I don't know, like Thin Lizzy maybe. Yeah, not there, but um, those are... T-Rex. Uh, it, they really went down a, like, oh, other bands that wear lipstick in the 80s. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. it's a pretty superficial um, totally. uh, sketch. So I will take that into your first suggestion, which is what? The first one I made? No, you're going to give me a band. Oh, going to give you a band. Perfect. Okay. I will give you... Uh, it won't be too difficult. Um, Pat Benatar. Okay. Um, Pat Benatar, who I think I've mentioned I saw uh, play at a corporate gig, and she was awesome. I would say yeah. Bonnie Tyler. Okay. Big, big, powerful voice. Is she there? Hold on. I got to get it in here. I would say Bonnie Tyler, because big um, rock balladeers, stadium fillers. I would say Heart might be on that list. Uh, uh, Heart's a good one. Uh, Bonnie Tyler, Heart. Uh, Big rock women. Like, um, uh, if it was Canada, Lee Aaron would definitely be on that list. Mm Mm-hmm. Alana Miles might be on that list. They're kind of contemporaries. Um, Carol Pope would be on that list if it was Canadian. Um, Female rock balladeers. Here's a weird one. I'm going to say Tina Turner might be on that list. That's a good one. Just if they were uh, thinking other gravelly-voiced badass singers <clears throat> yeah i don't i don't find i can't see like similar artists on here did you but, scroll like, all the way down yeah but this has like uh inspired by which i wouldn't say is the same it's got like melissa etheridge yeah that's a good one well she, you know musically a lot different like more rootsy melissa etheridge like i would say that uh Pat Benatar is like kind of punk inspired too, right? So like Joan Jett. Oh, Joan Jett, good, good one. one. Uh, right? And even like maybe like uh, 80, like... Um, wow. Like the Cars, kind of. Jeez. Or like... Here's... um. So I went, I, I put it into mine. Heart is there. So I got one. Lover Boy. 
Berlin, Foreigner, Stevie yeah. Nicks. Foreigner's a good one. Yeah. Berlin was just take my breath away, right? Yeah. Neil Giraldo, who the devil is that? Oh, that's her well, husband. I, like, if you think of her songs, like Hit We Belong, and like those are like uh, just anthemic pop anthemic. songs, too. Yeah. Arena rock. Yeah. Um, okay, good one. Heartbreak, heartbreaker, like that's a, that's more of a like you know, that it's just a big rock song. It's and you know quite dramatic, I'd say. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I'm like, uh, yeah. Anyway. I'm giving you. Oh, this is a good one. The Bangles. The Bangles. Close your eyes. Give me your hand. Uh, well, there's the B, the Bananarama. Yes, that's there. <laughs> nice. Uh, the Go-Go's would probably be there. They're not, but they should be. Just, I'm saying like they'd be typecast, like any other girl groups. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, well, they had a lot of like really popular, like the Walk Like an Egyptian yeah. Um, well, Prince wrote that uh, their biggest hit, Manic Monday. He did? Yeah. But, like, it's still a great song. It's Well, I mean, it's a fantastic song, but it sounds like a Prince song in a way. Wow. But anyway, um, like, just massive jams. Okay, do you want, um, I'll give you some um, hints. Ready? Like they would say Sinead O'Connor because like Eternal Flame you could maybe compare with uh, Nothing compares to you? Yeah, because it's just chill. She's not there, but she should be. And then they would say like uh like Heart, maybe. Heart's like, not uh, there. <clears throat> I would say like Richard Marks. Like that kind of music. <laughs> Man, we should talk about him on Twitter. He's going off. Is he going off? He's going off. What? Just vote blue, all that kind of He's vibes? going off on Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's, really, he's really taking it over the cliff like a boss. Like, where are we going? Oh, we're just going down the Grand Canyon. What like, on earth? It's literally like he could just see him on his laptop in his apartment. And, and like his big like uh, Iron Man apartment in New York or wherever the hell he is, just sitting there laughing it up and like answering people. And, Who like, Elon or Richard yeah, Marx? Elon, no Elon himself. Like that's what he's doing. Is like it's like fires everybody and he's just running Twitter from his laptop in his pajamas. Like is that like, in his bed? Is this what he meant though, or it, he's getting this backlash? So he's just uh, like. Pretending it's what he meant the whole time. I don't know. I don't know how he thought he could run a communications company when he's an IT guy. And he's famously known for just buying IT companies and then saying he's doing everything. Oh, wow. You know, he didn't invent Tesla. He bought it, bought it and, you know, became an engineer there. <laughs> or whatever else. It's like, I bought it and then I started doing a lot of the work. Kicking the tires of SpaceX, and he opened the door, and there's like these fifty dudes with thicker glasses in the world, right? Looking see through time on computers. Like I'm doing this. Literally, like the smartest people in the world are in this room, and Elon's got a whip outside the door. That's the thing. <laughs> the smartest people in the world recognize when they have other smart people there, and let them like. Hire the expert and get out of the way. The smartest people in the world don't even want to talk about what smart is. Yeah. Let alone saying they're a genius all the time. Like Kanye West and look where that gets you. Yeah. Just talking bullshit. Anyway, that's, it's, it's like watching a, a historical failure. So it's really kind of entertaining to watch. I, I got to say, I'm on Twitter more. <laughs> Since he's been at the helm, but just because it's, you know, every day there's more ridiculousness. There's, like, he just 
suspended Kathy Griffin's account for pretending to be him, like parrot without saying parody. Apparently, is what he's saying. So if you're doing a suggestive thing where you're pretending to be someone with a blue check, then your account can be suspended indefinitely. Would you pay twenty bucks a month for your blue check? Well, it's eight bucks now, right? Oh, is it? It's, it's down to eight bucks. Absolutely not. No, no, no way. But if you're Taylor Swift and you have whatever a hundred million followers, and it's the quickest way to say tickets are on sale in Austin now, yeah. Do is it worth twenty bucks a month? Seems <laughs> well, to me it is. <laughs> if you're Taylor Swift, yeah. Like if you're really benefiting at, on a business level through Twitter then sure but that's no different than a person in the news that has to subscribe to all the papers around because they want to be the most informed on information right because that's their job so i i i have never found twitter to be a way to do business at all no i've never gotten anything from it there's never it's never gotten me really anywhere other than in like the odd argument with some tool you know, so there, I don't see it as something that uh, is beneficial to me at all. Like I find Netflix is way more beneficial because I can watch uh, stuff that's coming out, but also if I want to watch whatever Seinfeld or just sit there and enjoy something with my family. Eight bucks a month to scroll around and make my opinion have it on a better algorithm, like fucking no chance. I do not care. Um, how about, uh, Christia Freeland suggesting people cut out Disney plus to combat inflation? Yeah. Finance minister of Canada. That's the easy way out. That's, that's so like, I don't, I don't know if it's, if it was like, she's trying to be relatable or a flip, but that when people are mad, it's probably not the time for flip. Yeah, well, sometimes people make comments and they actually come out thinking that's actually going to be a good, like, good advice. Yeah, and then they realize, well, maybe that wasn't. Which the I have best to assume she she did. She must have thought that would be like, oh yeah, right. There are little places I could cut. She wouldn't They're have done all, that. Yeah, if she'd known it was going to anger people. Those those people are just sitting, waiting around, getting paid. Also, talking talking about a little bit here and there. Um, you know. Taggart. It's almost yeah. time for a break. I'm going to give you a speed round to see if you can guess a couple of other people. Is it my, my turn or your turn? To I'm just going to close out the bangles. Ready? Oh, yeah. Okay, Here, I got you. two more people. See how fast you can get them. Okay. I used to think maybe you love me. Now I know that it's true. Oh, that's uh, um, Walking on Sunshine. Yes. Katrina, Katrina and the Waves. Yes. Um, okay. Did you, you said the Go-Go's, didn't you? Yeah. That's there. Okay, last one. And I always wonder where this mask went. Because you need to be back in the arms of oh. a good friend. Uh, Matthew Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's great. What happened to him? Uh, Phil Kessel looking math. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe nothing happened to him. Maybe he's just sitting no, on his mountain not, of cash. Uh, there's no mountain of cash, but I'm sure he's. For Matthew Sweet, still. you don't think? He had a great rip for I'm like five years. I'm sick of myself when I look at you. But he wasn't like pounding it. According right? to Wikipedia, his net worth is $46 million. <laughs> Well, if that's the case, then yeah, he's probably sitting on Well, here's the next one. $16 million. <laughs> It's the Phil Kessel styles. Yeah. Let's take a break, bud. All right. We're back. Hey, bot. Um, okay, your turn to give me one in our unnamed game, similar artists. Or okay. you might also enjoy. That you, <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you... Um, I'm going to give you... Tom Petty. Okay. A ganja ganja rocker. 
Ganja, 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 gun, ganja. So, oh, um, what? What's gun? That's the st- t- style. Yeah, like the strumming style. Ganja, ganja. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So without without thinking about it too much, here's who I would say is in the same kind of uh, uh, realm. It's funny because do you go by age or style? Yeah. Like, are the Eagles considered a similar artist to Tom Petty in this context? I bet it names the rest of the traveling Wilburys. Like Roy Orbison's probably there. George Harrison's probably there. Um, no, none of those are there. Jeff Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I mean the the traveling Wilburys themselves are there. Okay. Obviously. Um, the Eagles are not there. No Eags. Okay. So uh, are the Black Crows there? No. Okay. But. But I mean, I can see that a little bit. Less, yeah. Like maybe not as blue. You know, they're more blues based. Yeah. Um, so. And again, uh, pop. Think popular. Yeah. So Aerosmith po- is Bon Jovi there. Well, no. Here are the two characteristics: popular and like guys who are not known for singing great. Bob Dylan. He should be on there. But he's not. But he's okay. not. Um. Uh, Bruce Hornsby. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but there's one more like bod that we both know that's super famous and Leonard had a lot Cohen? Of hits. <laughs> had a lot of hits, I said. Oh. Uh, He's had the two. <laughs> Leonard, okay. Um is he Canadian? Yep. He is. Brian Adams? No, think bigger and a little older. Bigger than Brian Adams? Well, in terms of the cinemascope of songwriting. Randy Bachman? <laughs> no, but <laughs> you're just you're just having a, a gap on yeah. the Big Daddy-O. The kind of the father of Canadian Ronnie Hawkins songwriting, like especially f- folk. Gordon Lightfoot. Well, yeah, true. He's like the co-father and maybe the the original G, but definitely the next in line under the same umbrella for sure would be this guy. It's not Coburn. It's not Ian Tyson. Oh, you just skipped. Like you went. Oh, you you went over this guy to Coburn. <laughs> Is it Coburn? No, but it's the one before Coburn, like right in the scope. And like right at the same time as, and I don't want to say her name. Joni? Well, like, yeah. like Oh, okay. With, yeah. Joni Mitchell. Yeah, like not, it's not Joni, but it's like Joni's Who? bod. <laughs> Who the clam is it? Robbie Robertson? No, it's everybody. You know, it's like, Everyone except who? Neil, Neil Young. Young, bud. Oh my yeah. gosh! Wow! Down the whole rabbit hole. Oh yeah, okay. Neil Young. Yeah. Wow, that like, was obviously. right in front of me. How many people were yelling? Like Neil Young. Yeah, everybody was yelling it. The well, whole guys, time. you don't have to yell at me. But that <laughs> it happens though. I do that all the time. I do that once a day. Where. The most it's, obvious thing slips my right, mind. It's so obvious. I bunny yeah. hopped right over it. Right in front of your face. That's so who else? Give me some speed rounds. Sing me some uh, other people that are on like the list. John Mellencamp. On the list. There. Oh, yeah. Obviously, okay. you know, uh, but they put like Jason Isbell. I don't know him. He's, he, he's I know he's new and he's huh. great and people like him, but I don't know his music that well. But I'm heard, I've heard he's quite good hmm. by like... Uh, Echo in the Canyon is that is that something where he was involved with? I don't know, man. There you go. But yeah, obviously, uh, Crazy Horse and Neil Young are on here. Um, oh, you did say George Harrison off earlier, so I'll give you that. He was on. If you scroll into the list, uh, it, if you scroll it. into the list, the list. list. Oh, okay, here's hey. How about that? How about that bot who sent in the unbelievable. <laughs> You got to explain it. It was a, a safety, I guess, a fire code thing for like a fire extinguisher, like the little tag. Dalis. 
It was an acronym. D-A-L-I-S. Dalis. Yeah, but then it said that's it. Right on the top. The list goes on. No, it was the that's it. Because it was D-A-S-S-T. Right? Um, yeah, Dalis, right, it had a T. Jeremy, I can't even believe <laughs> I forgot to tell you this. Guess who sent us a message? Who sent us a message? Airbnb and Steve. Oh, no. We were teasing God. a little bit last time about some of the yeah. places that we've stayed, and Steve <laughs> listens. So of he, he offered some context, and it's it's interesting. Oh, oh no. God. He said, "Just so you know, it wasn't." See, a- this is why. This is why we like. This is the reason why we don't ever name names in these personal stories. Exactly, because it always comes back, and it's it like, oh, for fuck's sake. And you also know that we tease because it, it's fun. Yeah. So, but like, you know, Brad Roberts, from, you remember that one? That was a classic. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, God damn it. What did we say again? You're trying to recap in your mind. Yeah. In the case of Brad Roberts from Crash Test Dummies, you said everyone else in the studio had to poo every time he sang because it was so low. Which, I don't know, if I'm him and I heard that, I would think that was funny. And he did, apparently. Because Stuart yeah. Cameron told him about it on a drive through the Rockies. I think played it for him. Yeah, for sure. In any event, Airbnb Steve sent us a message and said, <laughs> just so you know, it wasn't an actual Airbnb. My buddy who put on the show didn't have money for a hotel, so I told him he could stay in my place to save some money. Nice oh, guy. Okay. The cat that harassed you was Ziggy. Well, <laughs> that's fucking... The guy said it was an Airbnb. I know, and I have no that's idea bullshit. who left a half-drunken can of beer in Taggart's room. Anyway, thanks for the math, cats, and the shout-out. Funny stuff. Steve. Um, That's right, we gave him a math, cat. Thanks for listening, Steve. Thanks for listening, Steve. That's not, see, we had no idea. We thought everybody was, like, like renting rooms for us. Right, turns out he's just a bud doing a favor for his friend. Yeah. And then he hears... Us being goofs on the internet service. <laughs> but Airbnb Steve. But the best part is he get like, hey guys, Airbnb Steve here. Like the nickname, like he <laughs> yeah. likes it. Yeah, He's into it. Totally. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Airbnb Steve. But here. that's it. That's the last time I mentioned somebody. It's from now on, someone else I'm changing the name and that's it. Because I can't like I'll say something about someone in my neighborhood and then up next thing you know, it's like Oh, you think I'm not cutting my lawn fast <laughs> enough, hey? It was something right. right every time. I'm the guy with the scary tree. What? Uh, oh. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It's not scary at all. It's saving, saying all these things. Right. My mom planted it for me <laughs> when we bought the house. Oh. Like, man, that stuff. And you do it a lot. Like, you'll be like, this guy bought this thing from him, from me. And he was like this way. Like sometimes I worry, like <laughs> one of these guys are gonna come back and like right. smash your window or something. He's beating me up on the price. Like what was the guy that tried your car and drove it around for like thirty hours to take it to a yeah. place? And then what was the the other time where the guy went by all slow or something? What was that one? Oh, that was Return of the Mac. <laughs> yeah. Driving his car three kilometers an hour up my road. Um, this was my favorite one. Oh. Sold a, a Polaris oh, Ranger to a guy in Kijiji. He called from Cape Breton. Hey, buddy, let's say I was asking <laughs> 7500 for it. He said, well, you hold that for me every time I go to get one, they're gone. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll tell you what. I will hold it for you, but the price is the price. So if you're going to pay the price, I'm happy to hold it for you. Yeah, I'll pay the price, buddy. So he comes down. I said, "It's had since it's. I got it. It's brand new. When you turn the key, it pauses for a second before it fires up. It's not a design problem. That's just how it's always been. Turn the key. Wait one second, and it'll fire. There's a little delay there." He said, "Yeah, no problem, buddy." So he takes it for a rip, and he comes back and goes, "Needs a new starter onto it." I was like, "It doesn't. It's done that as I mentioned on the phone. Every time I've started it since I got it, it's a design feature. No, it needs a starter. It's two hundred bucks." So if you take 200 bucks off, I'll take it. <laughs> he goes right back. Remember? Yeah. Do you remember what happened? 
Yeah. So he says <laughs> to uh, I said, well, you promised the price was price. He's like, well, I'll take it 200 bucks <coughs> off the starter. But he, so I was like, you know what? Fine. Just take it and get out of here. And he says to his wife in the passenger seat, hand him the envelope. The envelope was sealed with oh, 7,300 yeah. bucks in it. Yeah, he came planning to whack it down and I fell for it. And that is onto it. Classic. Go you ahead, buddy. That 200, 200 bucks to party this weekend. Yeah. Right? Sealed so you pay for You pay for the party and he gets the car. Exactly. Right. So I don't so care if that like, son of a bee hears be, me talking about him on the internet. No. No, but like you do if he comes back. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, right? Then you're like, hey, hold on. I was just joking around. Well, I've sold a lot of stuff what on the internet. Said, like, be him. Like, what was that you said about me, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here's your 200 bucks. Shove it up your arse. <laughs> was never about the money. It was never about the money. Yes, it was about the money. Yes, it was about the money. Because you obviously made a decision before you got here to jam me. <laughs> it was never about the money. It was never about the money. Yes, it was. Don't pretend it wasn't. <laughs> Remember, early on, this is one of the first stories I told. I got a truck lengthened. But, but what's, what was it he said when he says every time he tries to get one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, by the time I get there, it's gone. Will you hold it for me? Um... Remember one of the first stories I ever told was about getting the chassis of a truck lengthened and the guy quoted me three grand and I got there to pick it up and it was six. And I said, that's double what you told me. Do you remember what he said? What'd he say? Right on. (laughs) What do you mean right on? What? That's double what you told me. Right on, yeah. It's impossible (laughs) to argue with someone saying right on. Like, no, I, I'm saying that's a bad thing. It's twice as much money. Right on. You walked into, like, the best ne- negotiator of yeah. the world. Teflon Charlie. Nothing sticks. You did, did you buy it? Well, it, it was my truck that I took there to get lengthened to put a box on it. Oh, that's, that's right. Sorry. Oh, fuck. Uh, six grand. That's you said three. Right on. <laughs> That's such a weird jammer. There's nothing you can do at no, all. No, it stopped me in my tracks. Why? And why is it so high? I like, don't know. I get like maybe four grand. Well, like, what are you? What are you gonna do? Four. You want us to undo it? Well, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we man. can undo it for another three. Well, n- no. <laughs> then it's nine to get it and back the way it was when I took it in. It'll be six, yeah. not three, when you get back. So it'll all be all in. Yeah. Into it for 12 to get the same truck back. And you're like, but you realize this is more than the truck. Right on. What I pay for. Right on. Yeah. No, it went well. Did it? I feel like for one of oh, us, it went man. well. That's unbelievable. I forgot all about that guy. <laughs> right on. Did you ever go back to him? No. <laughs> it's like getting a bad haircut and someone saying, well, did you go back? No, they're not going to suddenly be like, all right, here's the real haircut. God, they just so suck at cutting stuff. hair. So next time someone jams you, fire a right on at them and see how that goes. If you're wondering what this that noise is, it's because I'm trying the new... Uh, recording in the basement technique. Oh, are you by oh, the drums? I'm by the drums. They're over right over here. Play them. <laughs> I don't know if it'll come through. Try. Right? Compress. <laughs> try. Yeah, just try. Just see. Yeah, just see. Tell you what. What? Are you sitting there? Yeah. How about like. Uh, Can you guess this song? Innocent? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, good one. No way, really? <laughs> yeah. So play the I don't know how, how play the chorus. Okay, hold on, I'm back on here. We are. 
Amazing. That might be like just way too loud and everyone will be like, what just happened noise-wise? But How soundproof is your basement? It's pretty good. It's like I'd say 50% soundproof. Like his buddy with the tree so looking at you with eyes all over one side because your house is vibrating? No. I, that, it would be before, like when, before I, I did this. But now it's more close and quieter in here. So uh, before, like, it was, you couldn't do anything in the room above me, but, like, and probably most rooms would hear drums. But now it's like you can hear them, but they're not, like, bothering you in terms are the, of... Are the kids you know. sleeping? <clears throat> well, yeah, now that they might be awake, they should get up anyway. It's time to get up. We got the daylight uh, kick-ins here, but it's a weekday now, so... Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like soundproof enough that you could play drums in the basement while they're sleeping and they can't hear. No, I, they would hear it, but it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like uh, oh my god that's too much. It'd be like oh I can hear that, but it's more like someone playing music on the first floor of the house. You know what I mean? It's not so, bad. It's not loud. It's not loud. That's for sure. So the kids are home from school because there's a QP strike. Yeah. Which I, I support. I don't, I'm not really versed in it. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's this the basically the backbone of the school. You know, the people that are the, the from custodians to with the assistant teachers, the the ones that are doing a lot of legwork and extra stuff to maintain everything. You know, so um, they they wanted an 11 percent raise because they haven't had a decent raise in decades. And uh, Ford and Lecce came back with 1%. And from what I understand, they they said, well, what about 6% at least? And that was it. They're like, they're, that's the last I heard. <clears throat> like 1.5 or something is their highest, which is garbage. But you know, aren't like people freaking and saying, get it done? Yeah, like, absolutely. Hey, government of Ontario, get this done. That's not a way to yeah. endear yourself to people. No, I know. It's just people have to remember. Um, they always, you know, people that are opposed to it are just being silly and ignorant because nobody in their right mind would, you know, go to a job working that hard and not getting the, you know, make getting under forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and working your ass off, man. It's just not. Uh, it's not right when inflation is where it's at, and the price of everything has gone up, and the cost of everything has gone up, and um, people in government <coughs> have have probably seen wage increase increases. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so wh why not? It doesn't make any sense. This is plus. By the, the way, most important you, thing is our school system. And if you have some <coughs> hustle, um, now is a great time to be looking for work. Because everywhere is short-staffed. Not saying everyone yeah. pays enough or the options are all well, that's awesome. The, that's the problem, yeah. yeah. Everyone's like sick and tired of doing like hard work for nothing. Yeah. And it's only getting worse and worse. And that's why we're seeing a short of, shortage because people are just sick and tired of working 12-hour days with no benefits. And that is not fair. And not making a living wage, you know? That is fair. So there was a time when that was all you had to do was work hard and you could you could make a decent wage. That's not true anymore. I'm trying to understand you can't just even work your ass off. You I'm have trying to, to understand like, the counterpoint. Is the counterpoint that if they cave in quotes to QP, then other workers will be like, Okay, well then we're gonna walk off too because you gave them what they asked for? Like why why wouldn't you? What's that? Why wouldn't you what? Like why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you meet their demands? I, I, I'm just trying no, to understand what the what the know. argument I've is for not. Because they're then sitting on a sur surplus of billions that was never doled out properly for COVID, and they're just every every single person's getting shunned 
in all space in Ontario, w- with exception to these fucking asshole d- guys that are getting deals and cutting up the 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 greater Toronto area wetlands and anywhere there's like a sign that you can't have a house here. He's putting houses there and as much as he possibly can, pushing everything forward with his developer buddies. That's all he gives a shit about is like getting highways and fifty thousand houses built hmm. through his through his homies, <clears throat> the homes for the homies, homes anyway. for the homies. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, homes homes but- that are going to be you know tr- three times the cost of it, the just the cost of living has gone through the roof. Rent is through the roof, and. Just small business has been crushed, yeah. and the the hope of making a decent wage with working hard is is next to impossible. Buckle up, buds! It's going to be a bumpy couple of years. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, that's um, true. Okay, Jeremy. Uh, on the way out, Phil mm-hmm. Collins. What in the air tonight? No, with that's the, the game I'm giving you to see if you can name. <laughs> Three other acts that are linked, recommended oh, similar artists. Yeah. Well, they would definitely put Genesis because yes. he was in Genesis. There's one, um, and probably they would put anybody associated with that era. Um, let me think. Like they might maybe Peter Gabriel. Yeah, just because great. he was in Gen- he was in Genesis. Yeah, exactly. And then, like I don't know, like Super Tramp, or like, um, what other like British rock bands at the time? Well, rock, rock. British uh, male singers of the same yeah, time. Yeah, I think that's the other thing. It's uh, maybe like Level Forty Two. Oh, that would have been good. I guess or, they're not uh, on the same plane. Yeah. Um. Male singers from England. This guy's bigger than him. Uh, oh, like uh, Paul McCartney? Nope. But he's a penist. Elton John? Yeah. And then there's one more that's um, uh, kind of surprising to me. A male singer from the United States of America was also in a big um, group. I was thinking, like, if they do, like, um, he was in a big American group that went solo. Yeah. That's why he's in the company. Current American Idol judge. I don't watch that show. You'd think it would be easy. Oh, uh. Walking on the ceiling. Yeah. Dancing on the ceiling. Lionel yeah. Richie. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, because of the Commodores. Because of the Commodores, bud. Yeah. Good chatting, bud. Good stuff. Good chatting, bud. I talk to you next week. You do, bud. <laughs>